This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is your favorite TV theme song? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey there. Oh, hey. So the other day on the uh, premiere of Kelly Clarkson's talk show, she, you know, she likes to sing Kelly Oki is what she called it. Yeah, it's cute. Um, and she did a little um, montage, a uh, a medley, if you will, of three famous TV theme songs. And first of all, it just makes you miss the fine art of the TV theme song, but also it makes you realize how great TV theme songs are. Oh my God. And that's so, the best ever. what is your favorite TV theme song? 651 641 1071. So, the three she sang were the Cheers theme song, the Golden Girls theme song, well, duh. duh, and the theme song to Full House. And they were. Amazing, of course. And then she was joined by, um, what's his name? Danny Tanner. Bob Saget. And they did a whole thing. But that doesn't matter. It's sweet and adorable. But it just makes me, it made me think of the Lost Art of the TV theme song. Kids don't, so did I ever tell you that when we were watching The Facts of Life, my daughter said to me, huh, every show starts exactly the same. And I was like, what do you mean? She says, with that same song. Do you know why she said that? Because they don't understand TV theme songs anymore. Yeah, this is this is an art that has died. And, you know, here's what I wanted to share with you quickly while we're waiting for people to call in. And I'm sure they're already on the line and ready to go. But there, and I just found it on the Internet. And now I want to buy it. There was a book that I remember having as a kid. Came out in 1984, mm-hmm. November 15th to be exact. And it was called... The TV theme song sing-along book. Mm. And Mr. Ed was on the cover. And I loved this book because it had all of your favorite TV show theme songs uh, lyrics. So you could see the lyrics to all your favorite TV theme songs because this was a thing. I remember as uh, college freshmen, my... uh, What do you want to call them? Fellow classmates... Uh, would sit around and like try to like we would hum theme songs and try to guess what the theme song oh, I was. I love that. Right? Like it's a whole it's a whole part of culture that is kind of dying off and it's gonna be like our party trick when we're eight thousand years old. They're gonna be like, Do that one theme song, grandpa. It's true. Yeah. Because they kids these kids these days, they don't know. The yeah, what theme are they gonna song? do for a theme song? Beep, boop, bop, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, well, they just have YouTube, so there isn't one. Uh, 651-641-1071. What is your favorite theme song? Do we have any callers? Holly. Yeah, let's start with Gene. Hi, Gene. Gene, what is your favorite TV theme song? 
It is old school. It's Gilligan's Island. Uh. And in Puerto Rico, there is a island called Gilligan's Island. And on your way over, they play the theme song what? and everyone sings along. And it's so fun. Oh, my okay, God. Now I, I need that. to go there because I did not know that was an option. Okay, Bradley is now planning a cruise. Gilligan's thank you, Island. Thank you for your call. Just <laughs> sit right back and you'll hear a tale. <laughs> tale. And then you got to go. You do the whole thing where you're like, is it the first season you or every know. other season? You don't know. That's the thing. Do they say the professor and Marianne, or is it just and the rest? And the rest. I mean, which, didn't that make you sort of feel bad for the professor and Marianne? Well, at first. And the best part of the theme song is it told you what you were going to be watching. So you knew exactly what you would get. the backstory. Otherwise, I turn it on, and I'm like, why are all these people on an island? But now I don't have any, I don't have to guess. Also, let's just appreciate the power of the theme song. This show aired uh, the following years. What years was that? Uh, In history. Mid-60s? Yeah, 64 to 67. Mm -hmm. You and I can sing it in the dark, blindfolded with earplugs and probably a gag in our mouth. I don't know why that's happening, but... (laughs) We (laughs) won't be telling that story. But the CIA could be like, sing the theme song to Gilligan's Island! And we'd know it. This show aired before we were yes. alive. Yes. Uh, and because of theme songs, man. Mm, yes. We know it. We do. Holly, who else do we have on the line? We have Jane. Jane, let's celebrate. What is your favorite theme song, Jane? Hi, it Jane. Is, is the Jetsons. Oh, that is oh. a great one. <laughs> yes, thank you for your call. Um, Holly, I know you got to have fast fingers over there, but do you, oh, there. Thank you. I'm going to go shopping now. Now, this seems like it was the remix version for the 80s episodes of the Jetsons. I loved it. That was my jam. Yeah, which this- is another thing your kids don't understand is that back in the 80s, the 50s became cool again. Um, I want to really quickly read an email we just got. Uh-oh. Okay. Just what, this one came to me alone. Uh, subject, Golden Girls theme song is not an original theme song. Sorry to burst your bubble, but the Golden Girls theme song was a top 40 song in 1978 by Andrew Gold way before some chick ripped it off and sang it as a theme song for Golden Girls. Okay. You can't just lump this okay. in with the art of the theme song, sugar. Okay, sugar. Honey. First of all, why the attitude? Okay. Second um, of all, don't come for my Golden Girls. <laughs> That song wouldn't have been nothing. I think that's nothing. why sent to me and not to you. But yeah, because because we can, we're going to have words. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, guess what? That song Sugar. wouldn't have been known or sung by everybody <laughs> if the Golden Girls didn't make it what it was. And now we're going to sing it. Thank you. That song wouldn't have been nothing. And you can lump that in with the art of the theme song because part of the art of the theme song is finding the right song to tell you about what you're watching. The tone. And that's a beautiful song. To tell you about what you're watching. It doesn't have to be written for the show. Um, also, who wrote the theme song originally? Mm, we have Andrew uh, Gold. Andrew Gold. Do you think Andrew Gold is the one who sent that email? No. <laughs> like Andrew Gold is just bitter. <laughs> That's uh, my song! That was my song! <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, you know what? I think that's the best way to end it. Just, you know, thank you for being a friend. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're not going to walk too far away from music because it is the fabric of our lives, similar to cotton. We're going to talk about ABBA because ABBA is still alive and kicking 
and stretching and kicking. We'll tell you what they're up to after this on My Talk 1071. It's Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, and the reason we brought you here today on My Talk 1071 is to talk about ABBA. Oh, man, Holly, I just feel like you're going to need to find us some ABBA for at some point in this segment. Do you remember there was a historic moment on the Colleen and Bradley show, which we shan't recreate, where we spontaneously started singing Take a Chance on Me, and it actually sounded not... How do we not have that audio? I don't know, but it was really, it was a magical moment. It will never be repeated and it was special. Well, and it's and because of our love <laughs> for Anyetta Feltskog. The good news is 2020 is not bringing us anything exciting about ABBA, but 2022 is. What? Well, that's what the year. <laughs> Let me start over. <laughs> that's the year that ABBA will finally reunite. <gasps> Why so long? I mean, well, here's the other thing. It's not quite a reunion, but they they have actually the reason we're hearing about it today is they've actually been reuniting in private in secret to film content for their upcoming groundbreaking yes you remember maybe you don't hologram abateur i am oh oh okay i'm sorry are they stripping what's happening (laughs) hey it's a naked hologram tour. With ABBA? Oh. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't think I want to go to that. Oh. I actually am at the point in 2020 where I would go. Wow. I mean, if that was my only option, get me out of the house. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's a long one. That is a clip of their upcoming reunion (laughs) tour. (laughs) No, but actually, um, apparently a correspondent for The Sun, which is, you know, a tabloid piece of trash we don't normally give two doo-doos about. But one of their sources said they can reveal that the four uh, Abbasters, what do we call them? Abbers? Abbasters? (laughs) What? The four members ABBA of members, ABBA, I think, is what we would just call them. <laughs> members of ABBA. Have, have been back together to film at Ealing Studios in West London to work on content for their groundbreaking hologram tour. Now, instead of hitting the road themselves, because now think about this. This is like, this is my dream, your dream. This is every introvert's dream. It's mm-hmm. also like every, like... Like, you know, like once your career has ended, you want to go back for the reunion tour, but you don't really want to have to do it. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to deal with the audiences, the (laughs) long nights. So do a hologram tour. Like a hologram tour of our show. (laughs) Just like show up. Like I gotta stay at home, but I mean, my hologram is we're doing, doing that that's right true. now. Hundred percent. Um, I will say that they were offered a billion dollars to hit the road themselves. Are you serious? Uh, and they declined because they're Swedish and they have health care, so they don't. They don't <laughs> need the money. They're fine. <laughs> Hi-yo! <laughs> Sorry, it was too easy, kids. That was cute. So they're sending out this interactive show for which each of them will earn three million pounds, which is British money. Thank you. The rest of us will just gain three million pounds in quarantine. Um, they, uh, I, I'm just so excited at this. I did see. I want you to look at the the story. So open the story. Okay. 
And there's video of the live performers in front of their holograms, but their holograms, you guys, I'm a little concerned oh, about. Oh, oh, no, 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 not... no, no, you guys know. This, when I no. say hologram, I kind <laughs> no. of mean like gem in the holograms because it looks very cartoonish. Well, versions. that was back in 2010. I'm a, I'm thinking that the technology has improved in the past you decade. Think? Yeah. All right. And we're not going to be getting this. I hope not. Nobody's going to see that. I'm here <laughs> no. to tell you. I'm sorry if you did in 2010. Nobody is going to see that. Something you'll never get back. Yeah. Oh, um, that's really unfortunate. But I'm still going to go, man. Are you kidding me? No, we're going. Yeah, we are totally going because um, it's ABBA for crying outside. Okay, so ABBA is a... Okay, I would see them in a hologram, but... I wouldn't see, like, there are bands I wouldn't see in Hologram, but ABBA, I for sure would. Who would you not see? Like, I wouldn't see, like, Destiny's Child. Oh, in, okay, why? Why so? I don't know. Maybe because I feel like, I don't know. Like, they should be out there? Like, they're not as like, geriatric yeah, as maybe ABBA? maybe that's what it is. I think that's it. Um, But that said, I wouldn't see Fleetwood Mac in a Hologram. But but that's because I've seen them live. Yeah, I've seen them live. Well, also because they've been performing regularly. Right. And ABBA has not. They haven't performed in. Well, I don't know. But their Captain last and single, Tenille. I would see them well, hologram. You're going to have to I because know. Mm-hmm. the captain. captain is dead. I know. Uh, which I is just a metaphor for 2020. <laughs> okay, um, Captain is dead. <laughs> um, it's been 38 years since their last single in the UK. Now they will this show that that uh, eventually will make its way. I'm hoping to us in 2020. I know it'll be in the UK by 2020. Um, is going to include five new songs, which are going to be released next year. Uh, yeah, it's been just about 40 years since they uh, they broke up, but they've since come back together. And I love this. Uh, they're weird. Abba is has always been weird and a mm-hmm. little off center, and I'm totally here for that. Me too. Yeah. Kind of like our show. Hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. We'll tell you about them after this on my talk 1071. Oh, the celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And uh, the name of those celebrities behaving badly is... D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag, Callian? Well, it's actually Kris Jenner, but it's kind of also Ellen DeGeneres. But it's kind of just an assumption I'm making. Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So um, the Ellen Show went back on the air for season 19 this week. As you do. As one does. And what do we know about Chris Jenner and Ellen She's DeGeneres? She's a fame-hooer. I mean, they have a friendship. Like, they have oh, yeah. a scratch-each-other's-back type relationship. Yeah. It's the Kardashians. I mean, like, uh, Ellen, these are their neighbors, basically. Right. They're pals. They all live in that Calabasas neighborhood. Yeah. I don't well, think Ellen lives in Calabasas, but... I think she does. Am I she lives in Montecito. Isn't she over by Megan and Harry? Yeah. Oh, that's right. She's Montecito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. She's over there in Montecito. <laughs> Which is not far, probably, <laughs> no. from Calabasas. No. no, but the, but they are they are friendly in the sense that uh, Ellen DeGeneres it, it always has room on the couch for any Kardashian that's that's rolling through. Yeah. Um, and we've noticed that before. Um, and Kris Jenner said a whole bunch of stuff on the program. She's on there today. She said mm-hmm. all kinds of things about whether or not she'd actually entertain being on The Real Housewives. Blah, blah, blue, blue, blue. That like, was she Andy just said Cohen a whole bunch trying of stuff. to get his five minutes. But of course, at the very end of the conversation, what do you think Chris Jenner did? You can guess this. I know you can. She's not the first celebrity who's been a guest on Ellen's show to oh, do God. this. Oh, God. Did she do the thing where she's like, Ellen, I just want you to know that you are loved. And you are the best person, and I have only had positive influences and experiences with you of all people. Chris Jenner, quote, gushed over her friendship with Ellen and thanked her for being such a kind and giving person over the years. Uh, and then she also assured Ellen that, it's, that tough times will pass with a lesson learned at the end of the day. Um, so, and I, there's this piece of me that just, and I I know this is so dumb, it's so obvious. Ellen DeGeneres is not going to have guests on who are going to give her anything but love. <laughs> you know, Ellen, right? you're kind of a jerk. But I wonder if there's <laughs> not a producer kind of saying to each of them, hey, you know, now would be a really good time for you to like. Well, you don't even have to do like, that. I mean, Chris Jenner knows. I rub this lady's yes. back. She's going to rub my back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, so it's just sort of this performative, like, and I'm not saying not to support Ellen. That's not what I'm saying. But it's the sort of obligatory, performative, effusive praise of Ellen that is in service. And what it honestly does is it's saying like, no, but you're such a good person. You're so good. It's It silences and mutes the voices of all the people behind the scenes who have had to come forward because they were abused or otherwise harmed by the climate and culture at the Ellen DeGeneres show. Thank you. I'm done now. Bye. Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> About Chris Jenner. Thank you, Tam. Mm-hmm. In that moment yeah. is what I'm saying. But what I want what I wanted to say is like, you know what I do give a darn about? If if you Ellen can't were say to... the other D word. <laughs> Go on. Um if Ellen were to other D word. Yeah. What? Go on. Okay. Um so if she had like somebody who was like a grip, like walk over mm-hmm. to the mic and be like, Alan, actually, I think you got a raw deal. I've seen you behind the scenes. You're a really nice lady. Right. And uh, one time I stubbed my toe. And you kissed uh, it. And you kissed it and made my boo-boo go away. <laughs> like that, that would be so much more valuable, valuable to me than somebody who is a peer of Ellen who has every vested 
interest in maintaining this facade mm-hmm. of like the perfect Ellen for the purposes of her brand because right. because Chris Jenner is a smart ass lady and she I mean I don't I don't shame Chris Jenner for being a smart ass lady who knows how to make a buck for her family um cuz you know we're all out here just trying to screw people over for cash, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's the American, it's American way. American way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not really. Um, Sizzler gives you choice. <laughs> Sorry. Cue Sizzler theme song. Yeah. Sizzler theme song, which, by the way, for those of you who are like, why did she just start singing the Sizzler, Sizzler theme, theme song? <laughs> because I've just decided it's like a new... Um, it's a new, it's our new American patriotic, patriotic theme, theme yeah, song. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, hold on one moment, please. <laughs> if you just go to the link from Monday, my show. apologies. Bring the choices. Giving you the right to choose. We're offering much more. Oh, I love it. Oh, man, Sizzler. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just saying it would be far more valuable if somebody like went on Twitter and was like, you know, you guys, like, I really just think that Ellen's gotten a raw deal. Nobody who is known. By their name, right? right? Like somebody you're like, who's that? Right. And then another story and then another story and then another story. Because on the flip side, that's what we have is countless examples of people who you don't know and don't need to share this with you other mm-hmm. than to make a point. Right. Right. I'm not saying everything everybody's ever said negative about Ellen is right if they're not a celebrity. But I think chances are if people are talking out of the sides of their mouth, um, there's probably some smoke there. To be fair, though, I do just want to say this because I want to play devil's advocate and also call out our own bias. I do think that if we did hear uh, a group of uh, you know voices that were unknown saying nice things to counter all the bad things, we'd be pretty suspicious. I would say I'm that's a saying, troll farm. Exactly. I'm in just, Russia. I just so nice want to be really upfront and honest and self-aware that that is where Team Cobra comes from, okay? But Quite Sizzler, frankly, I don't give a damn. But Sizzler uh, gives you choices. Gives you choices. <laughs> all right. Yay! <laughs> Who's your D-bag uh, trainer? My D-bag today is a gentleman by the name of Cody Simpson, but Ooh. also the tabloids mm. that cover him. Because I've now seen multiple stories, and I'm like, oh, here we go. So Cody Simpson broke up with Miley Cyrus, and now the the stories for the last week have been, poor Cody Simpson. And today, most recently... Does he have a hernia? He does. Cody Simpson looks downcast as he debuts a newly shaved head and goes shirtless following his recent split from Miley Cyrus. As if all the things are connected. (laughs) No, it's literally Cody Simpson looks down. They just happen no, he's looking to get a down, not up, but down. <laughs> looking down, and he looks down. Also, he just looks like maybe he's having a a, a medical problem. A moment, because he's just like, mm-hmm. he I looks like maybe I don't know. That's what I look like when I think about 2020. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he's just having some deep thoughts about the, the state of things. But there was literally another story. I'm which... actually more concerned about his black socks and his camo vans. Like yeah. that whole look well, is that's misguided. Um, there was another photo of him that he had posted to Instagram where he was like picking up some something like uh, he was by the pool because, you know, he's a swimmer. Mm-hmm. And it was like Cody Simpson stands by a pool looking forlorn after breaking i'm like oh my god love, here we this go with this narrative tabloids, though. that like but 
I don't know that it's just the tabloids because, again, what do we know? Nothing is real in everyone's yeah, like Obviously, he needs to get attention for something because we're talking about him again. Right. He was literally no nowhere to be seen in tabloids until this week. So I'm just saying, keep your eyes and ears peeled. And now here he is looking forlorn. Um, which, by the way, is just, uh, it's just, it's just in between faces. Yeah. Like, at any given moment, we all look a little bit forlorn. It's 2020, for goodness sake. Right? He was wearing a pair of Navy Nike exercise shorts and completed the look with a pair of black socks and camouflage patterned trainers. Cody appeared to debut a newly shaved head as earlier as this week when his mother Angie shared a picture of him to Instagram with longer blonde locks. Mm. Wow. All right. Thanks, Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. Wow. For thanks the thing for, I didn't need to know. Thanks for nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm just glad to see he's out there, you know, swimming. Kicking and stretching and kicking. Yeah, but, you know, swimming gives him life. We know this. And so I'm glad to see that he's Was doing he on the that swimming that show? About. Was he on the diving show? He should have been. Oh, well, I, okay. I think, well, What was no. that called? Dive or like jump? Diving with the stars or splash? I think it's splash. Splash? It was just one word. <laughs> splash this is the one that joe okay for those of you who are like what are you talking about joey lawrence yeah, splash. yes joey lawrence was the host well, right and remember well, um tom daly was one of the judges yep. and uh louis anderson oh god louis anderson and he was a, he dived and what's her name um uh, uh hot mess tara reed no but oh. blonde right but I thought it was Tara no, Reid. No, it's not Tara Reid. She, what is her name? Well, there is Nicole Eggert. That, yes. No, yes. No. Yeah, but she was on it. She wasn't she the hot was mess, She was on though. it, but she was not the hot mess. Uh, let's see. There was Kendra Wilkinson. Yes, Kendra Wilkinson. From the girls next door. No, that's not That's it. not who we're talking um, about, though. Then Catherine Webb. I'm just reading off all the ladies I'm good who appeared it. on Keep this. I'm going. Uh, let's see. Brandy Chastain. She's a soccer player. Mm-hmm. And uh, Keisha Knight-Polium. I think from... you are thinking of Nicole Eggert, Bradley. No, that's Nicole. I see Nicole Eggert. I'm looking at her picture. Kendra. Yeah, it was Kendra Wilkinson. Okay. That's who I'm thinking of. She was the hot mess. Oh, my gosh. It was You guys, that was a really weird show. Chewy. Chewy was on it. Yeah. And Greg Louganis oh, was one of the. Peace. Didn't he die? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kareem um, Abdul-Jabbar, remember? Yeah, he was a tall drink of water, literally in the drink of water. Didn't um, Drake Bell win? Oh, no, he got third. I mean, is it any wonder that that was a one-season wonder? I don't know. I Ooh. kind of enjoyed it. We loved that show. Especially <laughs> Louis Anderson. I know. I mean, our own hometown hero. I know. He he withdrew. Louis Anderson like. did? That's what it says. Why did he? I we, don't know. We must not the have watched winner the was Rory Bushfield. What even is a Rory Bushfield? I don't even know Bushfield? what that is. He must be like a Disney star, right? Canadian professional skier. Same thing. When we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to check in with a newer publationship. We call them Volms. Volms? Volms. We'll tell you what they're up to after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. 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 And uh, let's talk about a publationship. What, pray tell, is a publationship? Well, if you're just joining us for the very first time, a publationship, dear listener, 
is a relationship that is used for the purposes of publicity. And we like to name our publicationships. And uh, the one we are telling you about right now is called Volmes. What's Volmes? That is uh, Katie Holmes and uh, Emilio Vitolo Jr. Now, if that name doesn't sound familiar, it's because, as Colleen just said, it's a new publicationship. And he's kind of a person we've never heard of before. He's a chef boyfriend. And Boyardee. Uh, Chef Boyardee, or perhaps Boyar don't, although mm-hmm. Katie might be enjoying the Boyardee. Yeah, true. Well, see what you, see uh, what but you I wanted there. to talk yeah. about them today because they have been making headlines almost every day in the tabloids this week. And that says something. So when celebrities have a new publicationship, they're out and about. But if they're out and about making headlines in the Daily Mail and People magazine and everywhere else every day of the week, you got to wonder, what are we being told? Well, we've thought about this already. Mm-hmm. We've said, like, they're just trying to get attention, blah, blah, blah. Look, I don't know. But what I do know is I want you to go do me a flavor. Go back in time, Colleen, mm-hmm. and remember the last time. Like, think we back. Okay. When we used to see Katie Holmes in headlines all the time. Mm -hmm. This is while she was still with Jamie Foxx. Nope. Tom Cruise. I said, wee, 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 wee. Oh, that wee, 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 wee. Yeah. Tom Cruise, right? Mm -hmm. And when did we always see her in tabloids? There was something she always did. September. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, like there was a very common story that always appeared in tabloids with Katie Holmes while she was with Tom Cruise, and it had nothing to do with Tom Cruise. Uh, Well, it it did in the sense that no, um, but it did come out of her. Oh, her child story. Yeah, Surrey Cruz. Remember, we used to have this whole oh. funny gag on our show where we said that Surrey was a mermaid. Because they carried her until she was 10. Right? And we know this because tabloids were always catching Surrey and Katie Holmes together. But do you notice that we never see Surrey Cruz and Katie no, Holmes anymore? She's like persona non grata. No, literally, this child was attached surgically to her mm-hmm. hip. Until the age of, like, well past the age that you would be carrying your child on a hip, right? Right. Um, Because we used to laugh about that. Like, why are you still carrying this child around? Does she not have feet? And I will just say, like, I I think Suri is 14, Yeah, I believe. And I have a 13-year-old. And so I was always really, like, and by the time, they were still carrying Suri, and I stopped carrying my son. Yeah. So So, I was, like, very aware of that. And so now when I think back on, like, all the times we saw them out in public, it was like, oh, maybe, maybe they were trying to get attention for something. Maybe they, you know, like, there was a reason they were always Mm -hmm. trying to get headlines. Because now you'd never see katie holmes and surrey together it's only katie holmes plus whatever man is in her life yeah. right and this week in particular it's been all about her chef boy i mean it has been like this for her weeks but literally <laughs> literally this week there is just like another dumb story in uh, the daily mail today katie holmes cuts a low-key figure in jeans and a hoodie as she steps out with new chef boyfriend like they're literally doing paparazzi walks every single day i mean it's it's so obvious because you see them in about 10 different outfits. But see, then this also makes me wonder if it's her or him. If he's the one that's, you Well, know, we've thought that, but then I started thinking uh, about, like, all of the paparazzi walks with Surrey. with Surrey. 
Boy, that's actually a really good... Because, okay, and so then people go, well, she's going to walk out of her house. Okay, there are a lot of celebrities walking out of their their house daily. They go outside. Hey, guys, we were looking for Richard Simmons, and we still couldn't find him. Thank you. Thank you. You cannot tell me that the man never walked out of his house. Yeah, I mean, maybe he didn't, but because... He was probably being held captive by that cleaner okay, lady. Don't but, even get us started. But my point is, very clearly, it's so obvious. So obvious. They want us to talk about them. Why does she have something going on? Well, I mean, so I don't know. Here's the deal. I mean, isn't she in something coming up? Am I making that up? Let's let's check her IMDb. She's currently in a movie based off of The Secret. Oh, that's why. Oh, and that's scary. that's why. <laughs> and it's streaming right that. now. And I believe it is just it is called The Secret. Dare to dream. Um. Can we check on Rotten Tomatoes? Which, by the way, my son calls rotten eggs. Can we check on Rotten Tomatoes and see? Or no, he calls it Rotten Potatoes. What's that? What? How is that doing on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, mm. Let's look. I will say she's all, also got Brahms, The Boy Too. I don't know what that is. Uh, an untitled Eileen Chaikin, Melissa Scrivener, Love Fox Project TV movie that's been completed. Twenty-eight percent. Twenty-eight percent on yeah. Rotten Potatoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dare that's... to dream. Very interesting. It's just, it's so obvious that, like, something's trying to happen here. And maybe the common thread here all along is just Katie Holmes. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And I do wonder if she's trying to kind of crack back into the some more serious acting roles. Um, Holly, do we have any other blind items about her that you know of off the top of your head? Not off- like about her career goals? Uh, not off the top of my head. She has always mystified me in the sense that, you know, she had a pretty successful career up until Dawson's Creek um, or through Dawson's Creek. And then but she's always remained a household name without ever really doing anything else. Well, I think it was Tom Cruise that made that happen. Right? And then, but then Tom Cruise out of the picture, and we're still fascinated with her. Yeah. Because we want to know how she escaped the grips of Scientology. And I don't think this is a case of, we're just curious about Katie Holmes, so whenever she goes out the door, we're going to, we want to look at pictures. Because, like, we would have been doing that before. Like, it's only in the context of her relationships that we do this. It's true. Like, right when she was with Jamie Foxx and now when she's in with Chef Emilio. Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Um, also, didn't she try to, like, wasn't she sort of toying with being some sort of fashion icon? She tried when she was with Tom Cruise. I think it was one of those things where he was like, oh, honey, have a hobby. And she had a clothing line, yeah, so to speak, and she collaborated with somebody, but... That's it never not, took off. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. I'm surprised she doesn't have, like, a lifestyle brand, actually. I don't... There's this, uh, there's this piece of me that's like... she. I don't know. Like, if I'm Katie Holmes, and I escaped Scientology, and I probably was paid pretty well for it and um i would just be like okay cool i'm gonna just like kick it over here and have a life and like let it all go but she clearly keeps on hanging on to it for something i don't know um lest you think we're alone in this laney gossip laneygossip.com has a whole story uh titled frequently photographed katie holmes and Amelia vitolo jr are the new ben and banana 
And the banana is what we call a flarmus. Ah, uh, okay. So the banana has been uh, Affleck and Anna mm-hmm. Diarmus. And they say that they make the point that like these two are now Ben and Anna who are like have disappeared. It's so bizarre. Yep. Um, we're on the publationship beat though, and we will get to the bottom of what this is all about. And I bet you They're calling them Catelio. Oh no. No. No, see you guys. They, they don't know us. how to do this. Come to us. <laughs> we'll help you. We'll help you with this. Um and also don't don't forget too the way that she announced that she was in a relationship with Jamie Foxx. Do you remember this? Was not to say I'm in a relationship. It was they no, they went for a walk on the beach. In Malibu. In Malibu. And the paparazzi were there. See. So she makes announcements through the paparazzi. She does these things through the paparazzi. She doesn't ever do an interview where she's like, Oh yeah, I'm seeing this person. Yeah, she hasn't done any interviews lately, right? Well, she must have. Because she must have for the secret. Uh well, it was mostly Unless she's trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> I mean, I think that's hey. probably what they're doing. At that I think they okay. s- sent out her co-star Josh Lucas on that to do a lot of the heavy lifting of mm-hmm. the press. But she does speak through tabloids. Maybe it's because everyone wants to know about, about the Tom thing, Cruise, Tom Cruise, and the thing that he she probably legally can't, can't talk about. about. Yeah, that's a good point. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what candy should not be messed with? Stop messing with my candy. 651-641-1071. What is the candy that you say, no, you will not mess with my candy? We'll take your calls and talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.